Georgia. Welcome to the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we'll be discussing how to ruin your mission trip team culture and how not to. Then we'll be answering a listener's question about how much time on a mission trip should be spent evangelizing versus community projects. Finally, we'll be updating you on what's new on our website. And with that, let's get started. Welcome to episode 25 oh of my. our podcast. <laughs> uh, I did a little math and 25 is a quarter of the way to 100. And <laughs> That's your math. <laughs> and a 40th of the way to 1,000. Ah, oh, nice. So we are 1 40th of the way to 1,000 of these podcasts. So that's our goal, huh? To get to 1,000? <laughs> I get, yes, yes. <laughs> Once we reach 1,000, it's done. So we're going to start recording <laughs> 10 podcasts a day and see if we can knock this out pretty quickly here. All right. Um, well, welcome, welcome home. You've been, same to you. And, uh, you walked in the door about 10 minutes ago and now we're recording a podcast. So I hope you're ready for that. I am. I was thinking about it on my way home. And, uh, you were visiting family in North Carolina and I was getting rained on in the woods. Yes. So So I was, uh, backpacking with a couple guys, uh, the guys from my small group Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it poured yeah. a lot. Well, it's been this whole, the whole South, I think, has experienced close to a monsoon last week, especially the weekend. So I was thinking about this earlier that uh, something that might be interesting that you know. <laughs> well, it might be. It might. It might. <laughs> might not. Uh, we started Prepare My Mission primarily because I was into backpacking right. and realized that a lot of the gear that you use when you go hiking or backpacking in the mm-hmm. woods uh, is really useful on mission trips. Right. So when you're in the woods, you obviously need first aid kits. You might need a water purification thing. You might need a you know, sleeping bag, all that kind Headlamps. of stuff. Headlamp. Yep. And all that same gear I was taking on mission trips with me. Right. I was like, wow, this is really useful. But to my knowledge, there wasn't anybody really right. connecting the dots between outdoor gear and mission trips yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... I guess that's kind of what started it all. Yeah, the first name we came up with, or I came up with, I was I was dreaming more than you, I think, at that point. But <laughs> it was like Mission Marketplace or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Um, and but then we decided that we wanted this to be a lot more than just just gear, just and, selling mm-hmm. gear. We wanted to we wanted to prepare for more than just right. you know the elements. We wanted mm-hmm. to prepare my prepare. <laughs> I've been struggling that's with a hard that word, word today. To say, yeah, prepare minds and hearts and attitudes right. and. That's what we do now. And I will say when I did my mission trip, I was not prepared um, with gear. And it would have been looking back. It yeah. is true. I don't. I, just, I think a lot of people don't realize what they need before they go until they're there. And yeah, they're and like, then you oh, come man. back and you come back and you say, "Oh man, I wish I had packed right. that." And I wish that would have, you know, that, that would have really, really made help, or that would have helped this situation. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit of a backstory there to yeah. how we, how how it got started a little bit. Yeah. Um. Coupled with, you know, our whole podcast that we did on how we, you know, got into this, our Mm -hmm. story, Mm -hmm. which led up to that. But this uh, backpacking gear uh, was a part of it as well. Right. Yeah. So. 
And yeah. now it's hanging up drying. It's, from now it's soaked. all <laughs> in the garage because it is soaked. Yeah. Uh, much like I was for the past 24 uh, hours. So uh, sleeping just, in a wet yeah. sleeping bag. I'll have to tell you. Um, I, I, you just got home. I haven't, right, had I haven't heard to any tell stories you or show yet. you pictures. Oh, so boy. I got to show you some pictures later and some videos. Okay. Um, to show you how hardcore I am <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll t I tell you how impressed I am. Okay. Um, well, we'll move on here to our sponsor today. Uh, so if you listen to last uh, two weeks ago podcast, last mm -hmm. podcast, we were really excited to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by the missions program at Bethany Global University, which is our first real sponsor. We've been doing this for a long time, and we finally partnered with uh, an organization that we really believe in and right. like is doing something awesome that will actually add value to the people listening to mm -hmm. this. So here at Prepare My Mission, we're passionate about equipping you for an effective mission trip abroad. But, you know, if you're ready to take the next step in your missions journey, you do need more than just a website. You know, you might need real life instruction, encouragement, real life mm -hmm. leadership, more than just an article on a website or a podcast. Um, and that's what the four-year degree program at Bethany Global University will do for you. Uh, so basically, they couple uh, learning about missions and they uh, to mission work, mm -hmm. and you literally earn your degree earn your degree while you're doing mission work overseas. So, so neat. If you, uh, if God has put missions on your heart um, and you're kind of in the college age mm -hmm. range, um, why would you pursue anything else? Right. You know, you don't have to just go to the same college and study the same thing that all your friends are. You know, you can really, um, you have a chance to do something really unique. Um, so, if you want to learn more about it, you can you can visit. I'm still shivering a little bit yeah, from how cold that. I was while hiking oh. in the rain. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, prepare, prepare, wow. vivid, whatever. Um, you can visit preparemymission.com slash college. Uh, and that page will walk you through more about their program. So I think that's why I might, if I sound a little, mm -hmm. uh, if I sound a little down, it's not that I'm sick. It's just that I'm. I, I, I'm saturated. You're recovering from hypothermia? <laughs> Perhaps. Boy, I, it's the last time I send you out in the woods with some boys. Right. So uh, with that, we will move on to our main conversation, how to ruin your mission trip team, cult, team culture and how not to. Keep listening. trip team culture and how not to so quick reminder before we jump into this if you have questions or issues or topic uh, that you'd like us to talk about let us know you can email podcast at preparemymission.com i usually say that at the end i'm yeah, saying it up, up good. at the top here so how to ruin your team culture well before we jump into that i was thinking about how sometimes um when we're thinking about missions and mission mm -hmm. mission trips, we kind of fantasize about the trip experience. Right. And it's always just us, us mm -hmm. and the kids that we're playing with or us and a few members of the community that right. we're helping dig a well or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, you're... Us you're, and the locals. And yeah, the, you're sitting yeah. on a porch step telling this, you know, this yeah. person about the love of Jesus or something like that. Right. And um, 
when in reality, if you to look to the left and to the right of whatever you're doing in that fantasy of yours, your missions fantasy, you're most likely with a team. You're, of people. You've got you've got a bunch of people <laughs> around you, right? Um, and after that day is over, you're jumping on a bus with all the same people right. and then rooming with them too. Yeah. So, you know, a whole side of what's going on is is. Uh, well, having a ha, your team culture plays a big part in Absolute, the whole mission whole experience. trip experience. Absolutely. Um, so, with that, that's why we uh, actually wrote an article and published on the website, and we're kind of going to discuss mm-hmm. that more in depth here. Yeah. So, what's the f- so basically we compiled a list of um, to ma- to make sure you are a good <laughs> team member. Yeah. Or you know, so you're keeping me on track here. Yeah. To make sure that you are in control of. You know, your your part in the flow of the team and how you guys function. Yeah, I mean... Um, there are things that will make that more difficult and there are team, things that will make it easier. Every team, whether it's a sports team or, a, yeah. you know, chess club, um, <laughs> marriage is a team. Marriage is a team. You know, you got to have... There are rules right. and there are... Team at work. Uh, there's There are guidelines that really help propel you guys forward, right? Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, propel forward. Yeah. And then there are things that can hold you back. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there. So that's what this is. There's a few suggestions, guidelines. What do you want to call them? Just things to think about. Character traits yeah. that you need to embrace, and some that you need to leave at home, and things you need to watch right. out for in, in your team culture. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of them are attitudes, to be yes. honest. Um. So like for the first one. Okay. Um. The so first. We've got one. how many? We've got really. <laughs> we have four. We've got four. Yeah. Four. Four big ones, but they can obviously be broken up. You know. If oh. you want to go in depth. But. Oh, we're going to go in depth. <laughs> so the first one is um, flexibility instead of obstinacy. Ooh, that's Ooh. a good word. Yeah, I think you wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this one is, I mean, and this almost goes without saying, like, obviously you're going to a new culture, a new country. You you have to be expected to be able to be flexible. But not just within that culture. You need to be make sure you're being flexible within your team. Yeah. Um, so if I want to be a bad mission trip team na- teammate, I need to be obstinate and stubborn and be get really frustrated really easily. Frustrated when they don't have you know. Oh man, I remember when uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was I can't remember which trip it was, but um, I I learned I I, I learned this uh, when I was sitting on a plane. I actually mentioned this this scenario in the article. Uh, at some point, but mm-hmm. I was sitting on a plane and it's towards the back and you see the beverage cart and it's three miles down, right. down the road from you. And it was an international flight. So they're serving you a meal and, uh, and they had a couple of options and one was like some, some veggies and vegetarian option or whatever. And, uh, I really wanted, they had chicken tenders mm. and I really wanted chicken tenders. Right. You had your mind made up and for that whole hour. That yeah. You take and I think go. it was like a vegetarian option or something that was the other one. And uh, I, I hope they don't, they don't serve fish on planes, do they? Oh, Sometimes I have no they idea. Do. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I was really upset that I got stuck with a vegetarian option because they of course out. they ran out oh. and I was so frustrated. And my seatmate was like, CJ, what do you, it's, it's it's one meal, man. You got You got to calm down. You got to oh, learn wow. how to be. You got you to learn how to be a little bit more yeah. flexible than that, man. Okay, you're gonna so run he into, called you out. You're, you're gonna run into if if this is <laughs> if this is rattling your cage, you're gonna run into a lot more right. things when, when we when we land. So that kind of a hmm. uh, was a a quick little poke that's like, oh, you know what? 
this is a, I, I need to embrace flexibility instead of being yeah. stubborn and frustrated. Yeah. I'm just that's frustrated. A good, yeah. <laughs> that's a good example. Um, but you know, and, and that's really just with everything, you know, just want to be able to kind of go with the flow, um, and adjust to, because what, you know, especially a lot of these places you're going, things just don't go the, the way the itinerary says it's going to go. Yeah. You know, um, and if you have your heart set on this one place you're going and then something happens and you can't go or if it's not how you thought it would be, you know, you just, you don't want to be the teammate that gets frustrated and because it's not going how you envisioned it. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's, that's the first, that's the first yeah. So one. if you want to be a terrible teammate, be obstinate. If you want to have a great team culture, mm-hmm. be flexible. I think my story more relates to point number two, but that's okay. I mean, they kind of I, all. I see what you're saying, though. Together. Yeah. So number two is gratefulness instead of complaining. So if you want to be a, if you want to ruin your mission trip, mm. you need to you need to complain a lot. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to if you want to build up your team culture, you need to be grateful. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, and and this is one of those things that I think is so can be so natural for all of us is just to complain um you know and like i just i remember my first time i was not prepared for the mosquitoes when i went to kenya and it was very easy to just like anytime you're outside all you want to do is just focus on you know all the mosquitoes that that are biting you and then of course you're thinking oh gosh am i gonna get malaria (laughs) you know (laughs) and you can just easily complain another situation where the backpacking gear would have come in that's true but it's you know it's it's easy to just sit there and focus on um maybe the one discomfort and complain about it you know but you know complaining is is one of those things like you know how they say a smile is contagious well so is complaining uh, that's a silly oh. <laughs> but it's true no it's is it smiles contagious if is somebody it? smiles at you have the you mythbusters have to smile proven back. that i don't know and i don't believe it <laughs> i only believe it if the i myth, believe it because if somebody smiles listen if somebody smiles at me i'm gonna smile back. they did prove that a yawn is contagious <laughs> well yeah, that is true so the yawns are something. contagious yeah well, i think I a smile is contagious but i also think complaining is contagious um, i i'll uh i i would agree that yes it's it's easier to complain in a group yeah and it's just it brings your whole i mean it brings your whole group down and then the next thing you know you and Joe Schmo are the two it's a weird that. Name. Well, you know what I mean. John Smith. <laughs> there. I'm just playing. <laughs> the two of you are in the corner, at, no matter what you guys are doing, and just picking and complaining. You know. So, Next what are thing- some common areas people complain on mission trips? The food, obviously, is right. One. I the think temperatures. Uh, temperatures, bugs. I think bugs is a huge one, bugs. especially mm-hmm. in the, uh, especially in the places you're staying. Um. I think a, I think a, an interesting thought that I want to throw in here is how complaining can impact the locals mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. So a lot of times when you complain, you don't realize that, hey, you know, the, the people in the hostel that are serving you or the people that are hanging out with you at the local school or something right. like that, they're hearing everything you're saying. And this is their and if life. You're, and mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, what, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. And if you're there saying, oh, man, I hate all these bugs and mosquitoes. This place is uh, so hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how does that make them like, oh, well, why Why are you here then? Right, exactly. Or if, you, if you're eating at the hostel and they prepared meals like they often do, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, oh, man, they've got it's goat milk. Oh, gross. Right. Or, oh, the milk is warm here. Oh, mm-hmm. gross. Like, well, 
I mean, uh, it's well, just, and it's, it's, a, it's so offensive. Yeah, it's offensive to them. Um, and another another thing I think is easy to complain about is just lack of sleep. I was going to mention that too. Yeah, so I think that's a big one that because you don't get a lot of sleep and no. your hours are whack and it, you're having to get up early and they're long days. I mean, you're tired. Uh, I'm, I'm so, so tired. tired. Yeah. I just want to go sit on the bus and relax <laughs> for a few minutes. Which is, I mean, that's, you know, it's so easy to do that. And so you just want to be, you know, if you want to make sure your team culture does not fall into that. You know, be the one who's always pointing out the things that you're grateful for, you know. Um, I'm grateful for this goat milk. Yeah, or like man, it's it's so nice that they prepared a meal for us, you know. Look at this mosquito biting me. It's one of God's <laughs> creatures. Well, that might, you just might have to bite your tongue. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Should have bought some bug spray off preparemission.com or something like that. All right, yeah. should we move on to number three? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, and this one... And I'm going to say this one because I think this is definitely more targeted towards females. Um, so encouragement instead of gossip. And so if you want to ruin your mission mm-hmm. trip team culture, we need to, we need to, everyone just, just gossip, please. Right. Everyone gossip. And if you want to build up your team culture, we need to focus on encouragement. Yeah. And I think this one stood out the most to me because I think what... What surprises me the most... It's interesting. So this is the one that caught your eye the most? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) I just like... You like knowing that kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, and the reason is because I think we can be naive in the sense of thinking that because we're all Christians or because we're in the church, we're going to... Gossip isn't going to be an issue. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, the reality is when you... Gossip is just as common among Christians and mission teams and yeah. church groups and, and however you want to look at it. I mean, it can, it can be just as common and easily a temptation oh, yeah. as non-Christians, you know? And um, I think this is a huge one, especially since, I mean, most teams, unless it's like, you know, a, a construction team, most teams are going to have, you know, a good amount of females. That's true, you know? And we we're going to talk about this at some point, but I mean, most uh, where where are the men in in missions? Right. And like most mission teams are are made up of mm-hmm. of women. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. That's a side yeah. topic. So but, that's a yeah. side note. But so you know, and I just I think to be aware that gossip is always a temptation. Um, and we're not talking. And, and I don't mean gossip of like you're sitting back talking about you know so and so at home. You know, it's it's. I mean, I guess it can look like yeah, anything, can be that, but, but gossip about your other teammates yeah, other is what teammates you're talking about. Or, like if uh, you know someone's missing home and they're they're having they're just having they're crying mm-hmm. and you know they're having a, facing a tr- tough situation there right. and she's like, why doesn't she why doesn't she get her act together? What's her you know that yeah kind or of just thing? Got, yeah ne- the negative comments about I don't know how that, you your teammates. I mean, you that. know, or even you know, I, I mean, I don't know either, but. You know, and then another thing is gossiping about some of the locals that you might encounter. You know, it's going to be easy to pass judgment on people oh, because that's their true. state I didn't is. Think about it from that perspective. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, you know, you're exposed to all these different variables, and it's easy to to jump to conclusions about people and situations. And even though they might be in a completely different country, we're so conditioned to just pass a judgment on someone. Right. That just because you're in a different country doesn't mean you're not going to do it there as well. So, you know, and I think the dangerous thing with that is, Uh 
you know, when you gossip about somebody, it changes your viewpoint of them. And so you're there to minister to people, you know, and, and minister to your team. And if you're gossiping about them, then it turns your compassion attitude to, to whatever, you know, yeah. this new mindset. And then on top of that, of course, now I'm, it's all coming. Okay, I'm having going. all these thoughts on top of that, not only changes your viewpoint and how you relate to this person, but the person you're gossiping to, it changes their viewpoint of it's that true. person. It's like so the complaining it's a, thing where it just kind of... Right. It, it's it a, chain, of a chain reaction. Yeah. So instead of gossiping, be an encourager. Be an well, encouragement. Well, only be an encourager if you want to have a good team culture. Right. But if you want to ruin your mission trip team culture... <laughs> and gossip away. And gossip. Okay. Because <laughs> right. we, we, the podcast is how to ruin your team culture. Oh, right. So I'm assuming people are listening for, for that information first. So they can figure this first. out, right? All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, since you're on a roll here, do you want to do the last one? Sure. Um, okay. So number four is if you want to ruin your mission trip experience and uh -huh. your team culture um, is to be as sarcastic as you can. Oh, yeah. So forget the kindness, you know, forget being gentle Are you with being your words. sarcastic worst. right now? <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So point number four is choosing sar kindness over sarcasm. Yeah. Um, is a way to enhance your team culture. So I first learned this um, when I went on uh, a what, what's called the journey internship through an organization called Choose to Invest, and they uh, one of the the biggest rules that they had uh, that our team had to to maintain a healthy team culture was absolutely no sarcasm, mm -hmm. none, none is none sarcasm is right. is tolerated. Yeah, and. Uh, um, and it, and it was very difficult, but it does wonders to create a um, a, a team that's bonded mm -hmm. and trusts each other completely. Right. Um, you know, when you're on a mission trip, you're experiencing so many new, uh, so many new things. You mm -hmm. know, you're in a new country with people from that you haven't met before. You know, new friends. Right. Uh, and. That type of environment is just not a place for sarcasm. Right. You know, if, well, yeah, that's yeah. all I really have, I guess. I mean, and, and in reality, sarcasm, you know, you might be the sarcastic one with your friends, you know, but it's just, it doesn't affect everybody in a humorous way. You right. know, and a lot of people, some people take offense to that and it can just be taken the wrong way too quickly. And it's um, so hard because sarcasm can just be that really good joke right. that really good thing that makes everybody laugh right but it's always it's it, usually at the expense it's not worth it yeah it, it's not worth the potential of of hurting somebody's feelings or mm -hmm. kind of putting a wedge between you and somebody you know if someone you know is making that snarky comment or whatever i mean it's uh it's unhealthy for your team yeah. and a good teammate uh, creates a good team culture by approaching everyone around him or her with kindness. Yeah. So you may not get as many laughs, but man, your team will be uh, bonded really well. Mm -hmm. You'll be focused. You'll, I mean, positive vibes. I mean, it'll. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? And and more effective ultimately, I think. So yep. is that it? Yeah. Those are our four points. So in closing. Um, yeah, what uh, I guess what what do you guys think? You know, what what is the uh, what's the quickest way to ruin your mission trip, and maybe what's the counterpoint to that? You know, what's uh, what does your mission trip team culture need to embrace, uh, or what do your your mm -hmm. teammates need to embrace to have a good culture? Uh, 
That's a good question. Yeah, I think that's a you know, great what's question. A, what's the, yeah. So you can tweet your thoughts to us at uh, on Twitter at prepare my mission or at prep my mission actually. At prepare my mission is too long for Twitter, yeah. so we have to abbreviate it. <laughs> uh, you can, we're everywhere else. We're prepare my mission. So tag us in Instagram at prepare my mission, Facebook, uh, Pinterest. Uh, I don't tag mm-hmm. on Pinterest, but whatever. Uh, or send us an email. Mm-hmm. So podcast at prepare my Terry at preparemymission.com, <laughs> CJ at preparemymission.com. It all goes to the same it inbox. It does. <laughs> all goes to the That's same inbox. That's true. And hey, uh, bonus, if you uh, are uh, really, if you are a big fan of the podcast, you should go back and re-listen to this segment and see if you can figure out where we had a major audio mm. glitch and had to splice things together. Yeah. Because uh, about halfway through, kind of giving you a little head, little clue there, uh, computer froze and had to reboot everything yeah. and kind of pick up right in the middle of conversation. So see Which if is you can not as easy out. as it sounds. No, you lose your train <laughs> of thought. So, uh, so yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's uh, we'll move on to our listener question for the week. Stay tuned. Our listener question this week comes from David. David emailed and said, I'm planning to leave my first mission trip over winter break later this year to Peru. We are partnering with a local church to reach out to the community, but I'll be in charge of all the day-to-day activities. How much of our mission trip should be spent evangelizing and how much time should be spent working on projects within the community? Hmm, that's so, a good question. What do you think? Because mission trips do kind of have that blend right. of you know, practical or work, like right. hands-on work, like tangible work, and then and street uh, intangible evangelism. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's it really depends on the community, you know, that you're going to visit, first of all. Um, but I also think that in a lot of ways, the two can be combined. Um, and so, you know, while you're doing the community stuff, you know, you have convert your or you train your team to have conversations with you know the locals whoever's house you're working on or you know if it's um a hospital in you know the city or something you know you're you're talking with the people that are involved and um you know i think that's my initial thought is that you try to look for ways to combine them yeah so i mean i think uh, i agree that it depends on where you are in the state of the people that you are you know, working with, right? You know, um, kind of wrote down a few thoughts here. If you if you're traveling to Eastern Europe, for instance, a lot of those nations don't really need anything as far as mm-hmm. construction goes, right? You know, they have uh, they're well established towns and communities and that kind of a thing, um, but they need someone to share the love of God with them. Mm-hmm. So my sister Kayla, who who was getting married in two weeks yeah, who doesn't listen, is. I'm pretty sure, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I love you anyway. Uh, didn't uh, she? So she went to Estonia, mm-hmm. uh, which is over in Eastern Europe, and uh, they didn't put on, they didn't work on any construction mm-hmm. stuff, but they put on like English speaking classes and to reach out to the area and through that uh, built relationships to, to share God's word and that kind of a thing. Right. But on the other hand, Places like sub-Saharan Africa mm-hmm. uh, are oftentimes filled with Christians, for one. Right. 
Like, I mean, the percentages of Christians are pretty high in a lot of those. Central America, too. Yeah. Very, very similar Yeah, it's more Catholic. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of those places have high concentrations of Christians, but they're suffering in in other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously, it looks different depending on where you're with. And um, yeah, I've got a lot of notes here, but that's... That's generally yeah. it. Do you have any other ideas? I mean, I think the most important thing is to pray as you prepare and see, you know, God knows the, the, the needs more than we could ever know, you know, and whatever you feel led to do more of, you know, or if you feel led to focus on one thing, then do that, you know, so. Yeah, and I wrote down, you know, he's going to, he's, David's leading a team Peru. to Peru. So, I, you know, Peru is most, mostly Catholic. I saw statistics like 90% mm-hmm. Catholic. Um, the specific area they may be traveling to might be different, but I would have a good mix of both. You know, yeah. you could have, I mean, obviously, I mean, uh, the, with Roman Catholicism, uh, the dominant religion, uh, you know, while, while it is a dominant religion, a lot of people might not be active in their right. faith, uh, right. or have a personal relationship with might. Jesus. You know, it, it's right. more heritage than anything, mm-hmm. which uh, which is what a lot of Christianity here in the United States is as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, both is definitely are definitely needed yeah. there. Great. So if you have a question that you'd like us to answer uh, or not answer, uh, never mind. All right. <laughs> I'm tr- I try to be funny sometimes, and I'm just not. Um, you stopped yourself mid. Yeah. Uh, if you have a when I just need to get to the point, mm-hmm. then you can. If you have a question, email us at podcast at preparemymission dot com. Or you can send us a message on any of our various social media outlets. So what's happening on the website? We're about to wrap this thing up here. There's only one new article and you just listened to it instead of reading Mm -hmm. it. Uh, And it's how to be a bad mission trip teammate and how to be a good one. So that's a new article on the website. But you just just heard the in-depth version on the podcast. You can go listen to the abbreviated article version uh, if you want to forward <laughs> it to your friends and family and uh, mission trip teammates or something. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And we'll have an, a link to that in our podcast notes, which I'm about to tell you about. But first, that's it for this episode of the podcast. We'll have another podcast for you two Tuesdays from now, which is May 5th, which is uh, three days after Kayla's wedding. Mm-hmm. So happy wedding. Yes. And remember, if you're a student and you're interested in learning more about the missions program at Bethany Global University that we talked about at the beginning of this episode, don't forget to check out preparemymission.com slash college. You can read more about uh, their program. You can find the show notes for this podcast as well as previous episodes of the podcast by visiting preparemymission.com slash podcast. And finally... Uh, If you visit preparemymission.com, you'll find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, where you can connect and hang out with us all week long, Um, be encouraged by posts and tweets, hopefully, uh, in the process. So that's it. Uh, Until next time, I'm CJ. And I'm Terry. And thank you for listening.